I got to say this, man. MTV really, they S the bed. I don't understand why they do not decide to go ahead and put back on music videos. Why that's not included. But this is an interesting story that's got to be said. If you had to ask, what is the biggest streaming music platform on the planet? It's not Spotify. It's not iTunes. It's YouTube. Now, their global head of music, Lyra Cohen, announced in a blog post that more than 2 billion logged-in YouTube users are now playing music on the platform each month. It's more than the 320 million monthly active users who pressed play on track on Spotify in the third quarter. And more than 50% of logged-in viewers who consume music in a day consume more than 10 minutes of music as of June 2020. So... Logged-in viewers are consuming more than one track via YouTube during their listening and viewing sessions because it's free. Music rights holders, of course, will want to see how this vastness of listening behavior matches up with the amount of ad dollars paid out to labels, artists, publishers, and songwriters. But we see that that makes a difference because, remember, yeah, they might talk about the money they're making off of that. Well, they're making money off of the advertising that rolls before their music videos. But what they are getting as well is that every time a video drops for a particular artist videos always help to bring them up the charts so getting them back up the charts getting them back up will help in sales will help in streaming will help them also to monetize off of that as well and push them into possible radio play which is what they all want because somehow there's something about getting more money off of that and keeping their music relevant in the space Now, YouTube has announced some positive news on that score with the launch of audio advertising on its platform for the first time. YouTube explains that, quote, audio ads are characterized by creatives where the audio soundtrack plays a starring role in your delivering your message. The visual component is still typically a still image or simple animation. Now, the audio ads are not going to be the majority of business on YouTube, and they're saying that 85% of music listening on its platform takes place in the foreground of users' devices. And that 15% of music listening occurs when the user isn't watching a video. For YouTube, tell you what, it's something special. They have generated over $5 billion for total advertising in third quarter. It's a lot of money. They're also launching dynamic music lineups, which give advertisers the opportunity to target audiences based on a dedicated group of music-focused channels across popular genres, such as Latin music, K-pop, hip-hop, and the top 100, as well as moods such as, or moods or interests like fitness. That's also what they have as well. Now, what's really interesting as well, I never thought about it, but you know, YouTube has their own chart of what songs do well, and I never really thought about it, but I'm glad that this Music Business Worldwide article actually mentioned it, so I can actually go ahead and bookmark this particular thing in my spot. Thank you very much. It really helps to see this. And so, top five songs, for those of you that, that listen on you or watch on YouTube, uh, BTS Dynamite right now is still 12 weeks on this particular chart, number five. 23.3 million viewers. Then there's a, a Bollywood song, which I'm not even going to try to go ahead and say the name. It's Guru Ranhawa featuring Nora Fateh. Uh, Nora Fatehi, Naish Bakachi, Nikita Gandhi, and someone else. The T-Series, that's got 25 million views. Futures, Life is Good, 
a music video featuring Drake, and that's been on for 44 weeks. Still a, uh, what was a top 100 song on the Billboard Hot 100, but finally dropped off. Uh, Camilo's Vida de Rico is number two, 30 million streams. And right now, the current song that is the most streams right now is the current number two in the country on that Billboard Hot 100 this past week. 53 million views for Bad Bunny J. Cortez with Takiti, which now has a view video for it. There you go. Big, big stuff. A very global chart, if you will. Now, Lyra Cohen continues on a theme writing about uh, the possibilities for music-related advertising on YouTube in the future, incurring, uh, encouraging major music right holders to come together with YouTube and go pitch Madison Avenue together. He says, quote, as I talk to folks in the industry, I know there are often misconceptions about how people engage with music and music's content to ability to drive results. In all my years in the business, I can tell you this. Music moves and shapes culture, communities, and people. For advertisers, it's a reliable and untapped way to capture an audience that's engaging with videos they truly love. What does radio... Who needs radio when you have YouTube? Seriously. Look at what this does. YouTube, again, free model. Get it on an app. Pretty easy to go and stream through data or through Wi-Fi. And radio doesn't get why they're so far behind and why they're failing. They don't get it. God, it would be so easy for them to figure this out. They just got to play the songs that everybody else is playing that are streaming. And we've talked about a couple of enterprise type programmers that are doing that, but it's not enough. They need to break on the old mold and get back to normal ideas here. Again, much like the movies, okay, simultaneous release. Then simultaneously release the songs with the songs getting charted. Guys, corporate radio programmers, why don't you do that? Would help yourselves a lot. There is a premium service that YouTube tries to put out there, but again, they only got... They got two billions logged in music viewers. 30 billion subscribers make up their percentage of their... YouTube premium platform, which again, I wouldn't buy either because it's just not enough, not just worth it. I don't care. It's not enough for me to take the ads out. Not really isn't. 